Like what other profession no. do you have that freedom and that flexibility to go and explore something that you think you might want to go do and actually never know unless you go? And this job, this job that we have as healthcare travelers allows us to explore every you don't know unless you go moment. Welcome back to the Trav Says Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and this podcast is coming to you live from our new studio back in the USA from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, so here we are back in the USA. Back in the USA. Oh my God. Y'all, it's been a whirlwind. And sorry about my sexy voice. I kind of like it. I've been sick. Yeah. On top of all the other things. So I kind of have this like sexy phlegm thing going on. Yeah, very Phoebe for all of our friends out, <laughs> friends fans out there. She was so sad when yeah. she lost her sexy voice. That's kind of how I feel. My sexy voice. It's very voice. like it adds like a layer to my personality. Yeah. So there is a lot of coughing going on. Um, I'm so going to do my best. She'll do her best. All right. So basically kind of just catching up on all the things so the last time we did the podcast we were in portugal right we were we were in portugal and we were kind of like all over the place and we were telling you guys what was going on and kind of what was what how we had changed our minds about traveling for the year and then we had also launched our backpack Mm -hmm. and so yeah, we're going to kind of break down. We've had the most epic fail of a launch that is the most insane situation. I, I literally can't even wrap my mind around it. So we'll get into that. Yeah. So I was going to say that, you know, this podcast is supported by the Travis backpack, but. Ain't no um, Travis backpack. It's, it's still there and you'll hear the story. So after we tell the story, then the podcast will be supported by the Travcess backpack. Yeah, if it's up, it's which available. you can possibly get on Amazon, but probably not. Maybe by the time this releases, it fucking better be <laughs> by Tuesday. So, so yes. All right, let's get into it. All right, let's do it. Okay, so we wanted to break down the whole Amazon launch thing, and then also. We're in Atlanta, so we kind of alluded to the fact that you were taking a contract. We didn't say where, because mm-hmm. um, we're like, oh, we'll get into that on next week. But then we ended up skipping last week because of the craziness. Be cray cray. Yeah. Okay, so we do. Let's back it up. Okay. So we're gonna get into the the epic Amazon failure launch situation, but before we get there, let's take it all the way back. So okay. last time we talked with you guys. We were leaving Portugal and coming home. Yeah, okay. we had decided to no longer travel for the, the world year. for a year. Decided that wasn't the vibe. It wasn't the vibe because we realized, and again, if we're repeating it, sorry, but like we realized that we didn't want to be digital nomads, right? So that whole word, that whole vibe word that, that people throw out there about moving to another country and working from your computer in another country and Yes, it can be cheaper. I would say if COVID wasn't a thing, it could be cheaper. Why um, though? You have to say why. Because why? You because can the, go. where you That's, can go, Thailand, yeah. Bali, Mexico, they're all the cost of living is so low. Uh, South America, um, and so that was like going to Lisbon is, is not a digital nomad place because it was so expensive at the time. Go ahead. Okay. Yes, it is. It's a great place. For, so we're going all over the place. I feel like we've already talked about all of this on last week's episode. Okay. Like if you want to go back and you want to like hear why we decided to not travel for the year and like kind of really dig into that. I feel like last week we, or the oh, last episode, yeah. we really got like under the hood with where we are coming from. So like I don't want to read. I was trying right? to do a good bridge, but, but I, I feel like I was failing. But just to Epic kind of fail. That was like worse <laughs> than our Amazon theme. launch. It's the theme. It's the theme of our last two weeks. It's just epic fail. Just like dropping yeah. bombs yeah. all day. God. But just to talk on your point, just real quick, because you brought it up. But oh, okay. Lisbon 
is a great place for digital nomads if you were staying for a long period okay. of time. So that's you're kind right. of where the cross up was. If you're going for a temporary time like we were for like a month, then the Airbnbs were super expensive. It's it's really great if you're going for like a year. Yes. Then the rent at apartments are pretty cheap. So and it's got tons of cafes and other digital nomads and the taxes are lower and all of that kind of stuff. So it's great if you want to go long term. That wasn't what we were doing. And so anyways, that's why it wasn't like the ba- it wasn't like the cheapest place for us to be. Got it. And then just to wrap that up, because you brought it up, (laughs) but realizing, like we said, we thought we would want to go, go, go for the entire year. And then realizing like launching a business and traveling is, is really hard to do. And especially if you want to travel the way that we like to travel. I think, I think that's the big caveat, right? Like if you're one person that, if you're a person that doesn't mind sitting for a long period of time working and then maybe getting out on the weekends and going and exploring, then that could be for you. Like taking that slow travel could be for you. We realize that's not really for us. Like when we are in a city that we're new to, we want to go and explore it and go and go and go and maybe have a day of like rest, but then like go to the next place and then go to the next place. We don't really enjoy so much the long, slow traveling of like working in an apartment in another country and then maybe going out a couple times like we don't like that vibe right exactly we realized that we love the short spurt so like a month or two months or even i could have gone another month for sure if it wasn't about this launch it was more about the attention and the focus and the energy and the resources and everything that goes into starting a new business and launching a new business is intense if you want to, if you want to get it if off you the ground, succeed. if you want to succeed, if you want to have long-term sustainable growth and success, which we do, this is something that's really important to us. So the amount of attention that was going to require, it was overwhelming to be in a completely another country and try to have the comforts of sitting behind a computer all day and like making that work. And it took away the magic of what traveling really is. Mm-hmm. And like we said, for us, we want, we're, so now thinking longer term, we love the go, 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 all in travel, just balls to the wall. Where can we go? What can we do? Have all the adventures, plan everything, and really have these incredible experiences of why we love travel so much. And then get it all out and then come home, recoup, focus on the work that we need to do and all of that. So that was kind of what we realized while we were on that trip. And if we, if we weren't launching a new business, it would have been a completely different story. And mm-hmm. I think that's just the truth of where we are in our life, right? If, if it was just you and I out on the road, no business, we were just taking a year and then we planned to come back and like go back into the hospital and like we were just kind of going, it would have been a completely different trip. I agree. But that's not where we are. And so that's kind of what changed yeah. for us. Well, because like Greece and Italy, were so much fun. The run and gun, the shooting the videos. Like we even figured out how to edit and do the podcast while doing all of that stuff. And that was a lot of fun. It was the minute this business just got the the twinkling that it was going live was when everything changed. Yeah, because it became more like overwhelming. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, how are we gonna do all of this and blah blah blah. So anyways, we talked way more in depth about that on last week's episode. So go listen to that if you want like the full rundown. But that's kind of how we left it last time. Like yep. that was the wrap up. That was a conclusion. And and I guess we did talk about it last time, but just how we were kind of, you know, we made this quote unquote big declaration about we are going to do something. And we've been talking about it for years. And so it was kind of this moment where we were like, oh my gosh, like what's wrong with us? And now we have to say we're coming home to like all the people that we said we were going to go for a year. So that was like this whole thing that we've been going back and forth of. But at the end of the day, like you have to do what feels right for you. And you never know, like you said, the quote, you never know unless you go and you give something a try. And that's exactly what we did because it's been a dream of ours for so many years to go for a year of travel. And we've always fantasized about it, romanticized it. And we didn't realize what it was going to be like until we gave it a try. 
and just the place that we are in our life right now, it just doesn't really work. No, it doesn't. But we would never have known that. Well, correct. And I think, again, like when we set out to, you know, go to Bali, Thailand and travel for (laughs) as long as we possibly could back in 2017, I think it would have been a completely different story. We would have done fine for the year. And so it just depends on where you're at. And I think we've we've elaborated we've that. We've like beat a dead horse. We've beat horse. a dead horse that we realized that it was all that, that business aspect of it was really what threw everything off. So I just, you know, I, again, it, it, it's crazy. I think that thought process around traveling the world for a year, we never realized how much power that had and like how our lives looked and how we set up our lives to be able to do that. And I think we'll get into that later in this podcast about how that shift in mindset has like totally changed the way that we even live currently, which is insane. Yeah, 100%. It's funny because I mean, for like I said, for as long as I've known you, all you've ever wanted to do is travel the world for a year. So we've constantly said we don't want to buy things. We don't want to own things. Everything we own fits in our Jeep. Like we want to stay nomadic. We want to like live as simply as possible. We don't want to increase our bills, like all because we wanted to travel the world for a year. Well, no. I mean, yes, that was a part of it. But also, I mean, yes, of course, we've always designed our life to be able to have long-term travel experiences, right? Because even before the year of travel, like we've taken time off, a lot of time off in between contracts to travel or to just have time off. And so we've always wanted, I think the healthcare traveling part played a huge role in that because A, we couldn't buy a lot of stuff because everything fit in our Jeep. And we didn't want to lug a bunch of stuff around the country. And we wanted to pay off all of our debts and our bills and all of that because we always wanted to be able to take time off without having this like overhead. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, we've always designed our life to be able to take long periods of time off. But we've also realized through this whole thing that we could have easily gotten a... a oh, my God. <laughs> okay, Sorry, she tried, like, she's trying to hold in her cough and, like, her like, face... It looked like she was about to vomit on me. I'm, like, literally, like, puking. Okay. All right. But I just realized that we could have, throughout our years of traveling, purchased a investment condo oh, and right. traveled yes. from there. Like, we could have easily done that. And, and then, that is the biggest kind of thing. Let's bring this up real quick because yep. I think, you know, I, we're trying not to go down this route because we start to get a little upset. Cranky, yeah. <laughs> because, again, you can never play the... the what um, if. Yeah, what if, right? Like, oh, what if we did this? What if we did that? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's already done. Like, we've already made decisions. And... You know, so you you only want to keep moving forward, right? So we don't like to go backwards of like, oh, we could have done this and this and this. But I think a lot of people do feel that way, like when they actually do something and then realize, oh, it didn't work out the way that I thought it was going to. And then you kind of had that like hindsight of like, gosh, if I would have known this, I would have done things so differently, which we can't do. And so we don't like to dwell in that place, but we would be lying if we've said, we haven't had some dark moments during this time in this transition that we've been like, damn, like we could have done things so freaking differently had we known we weren't going to go for a whole year. I'm glad you brought that up, though, because while you were talking about it, it just hit me. It, it's again, you only know what you know. Right. And that whole reticular activating system, the minute that we made the decision to come home and restructure the way that we're going to travel in the future, where we're going to do shorter burst but like never stop traveling you know it's like three months come home Mm -hmm. plan the next thing and like get our work done and maybe plan an adventure trip with healthcare travelers and do like really cool things because we'll be able to sit and plan while we're at home and comfortable but the minute we set that into motion what happened all the sudden people that we listen to on podcasts started releasing new seasons of how you can buy an investment property Mm -hmm. and you can house hack to where your home mortgage is paid for while you go and travel. And that is more accessible now because of VRBO and Airbnb that wasn't that accessible back in those days. So now that this is a proven concept and the housing market is still eh, but it's like now that that's in our heads, we started to hear more information of how we can do that, which we did not hear circa three years ago. Right. So I think you just kind of like jumped into it without giving context. I mean, we talked about it a little bit last time, but that was something, 
I mean, yes, that's a part of what we are just saying of like, we would have done things differently because it's something we've talked about for years is buying an investment property, right? And, and a place of our own that we could rent out, we could make money on, and then we could always go to when we are off, right? So that's like what you're referring to of like, now that's what we're hearing a lot of people talk about is like, you know, buy this property, you can rent it out and people are buying all these Airbnbs and then they're renting them out. And it's like an, another way to make revenue, whatever. But, but what I was saying, can I say what I was going to say? Yeah, I was just going to say just real quick that it, it's not just people talking about it. They're actually giving blueprints on how to do it and templates on how to do it. So it's not like, of course, we've always heard people saying I have investment properties and I have this and I have that and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I just feel like it's a lot more reachable now that you have the steps that people are teaching this stuff. Yeah, right. It's easier because it's more mainstream. Correct. I mean, it's just like when you and I, you know, originally wanted to travel long term back in like 2015, we didn't really know a lot of people who were doing it. It didn't seem like it was something that was like a thing. And now you see everybody. We traveled for a year. We went here. We went like, so it seems more like accessible. It seems mm -hmm. more normal or people like moving into vans. Back in the day, it was like, what? Like, can I do this? And now there's courses, how you can live in a van, how you can... People to follow on YouTube. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, the more and more that you have um, mentors, like, showing you the way you can do things, the more you realize, oh, like, I could do this too, right? Mm -hmm. So, yes, yeah, so with the Airbnb thing, there's definitely people now teaching about this kind of stuff, which definitely makes it easier to step into and learn, for sure. Yeah. But, like, what I was talking about is like how we would have done things differently, right? Of, of, and again, you know, just anyone who's listening, if you are, you know, obviously most people listening are healthcare travelers and we have the luxury of being able to take time off. Like that's one of the, the benefits and perks of being a traveler is like you can take as much time off as you want and you can pick up a contract when you're ready to come home. You know, like you took a, an interview in Portugal when we made that decision that we wanted to come home you went, right? Yeah, Did but I, I, I wanted to speak a little bit more onto that, so finish your thought. Okay. But anyways, so you can, no matter where you are in the world, when you decide you want to take a contract, you can easily pick something up, right? That's like a huge blessing. So if you're somebody who wants to take a year to go travel, like you can. If you want to take six months to go travel, you can. Like we have the freedom to design a life and what feels good for us. And maybe you give it a try and like you think you want to travel for a year and you get out there and you absolutely love it and you end up going for five or you know maybe you're like us and you come home and whatever but like you have the freedom to to design this life that you want to live and so i just kind of look back at all of all of the times like i wish like we would have just taken a contract and then done like a badass trip like in between and taken like a month or two off and then like taken another contract and then done like another trip and just kind of consistently always did that well that's funny you say that because i have a totally different point of view i almost say pay off all of our debt like we did well, and then and that. then have our savings and then pay for an investment property and then do what we were doing of like taking a contract and then taking time off and oh, then we have right. a place to come home to in the meantime why we're gearing up for different contracts or different trips but i would just insert saving up our money when we both were working contracts raking in the dough to put down for an investment property and then literally did that where yeah. we contract like three months off to go like england ireland scotland and then come home yeah. and then went three months in vietnam and then came home and then like just did it like that which is what we're doing now right which is funny but you know yeah but uh, do you want to say anything else about that before i jump into what i wanted to say yeah, I did have something okay. I wanted to say. Because I think, well, I, what was I going to oh, say? Oh, no. Yeah, that was important. But, yeah, I think, again, like, you just have to go with what feels right. Like, we've had so many cool experiences and adventures and travel, and we're going to continue to have all of those things in the future. Like, we're absolutely not done traveling. We're just going to be no. doing it in a different way, in a way that feels in alignment with how we want to travel. But we would have never known that unless we just went. So I feel like we can sit and we can plan and we can dream and we can do all these things that we, you know, feel in our heart that we want to do and just do it and like go for it and, and then see how you feel and how it, like what it reveals to you. Because I never would have thought that going for a year of travel 
that's been my dream that two months in. And again, it's so it's such a weird like because we say that, but we had a circumstance that most people don't have. Like, again, if we weren't launching a business, it would have been a completely different conversation. If this was 10 years ago, dead horse moment, you and I know, but I'm saying, so it's like, obviously we have like a circumstance that's like not relevant to everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, but I never would have thought two months in, I would have been like, I want to go home and buy an investment property and like nest and and then do shorter spurts of travel. I just did not see that coming. It like hit me in the face of like like beat the fuck out of me. Well, and I didn't the, even know that's what I wanted. And that's know? the thing is like anyway. I think we talked about it last episode where you almost had a death of a dream. Like it was a weird concept. Like you were struggling mentally with this whole decision, but it kept coming and kept coming and kept coming it was burning strong in your gut and so we had the long conversation about it and like once we made the decision it kind of freed up and you realized that you were you were right you were dead on with your intuition i'm always yeah i'm always dead on with my intuition right just, just depending if you want to listen to it or not well and i but i always do listen to it and i think that was the thing it was like i was listening to it but i was just so um surprised by what was coming up that I was like, oh my gosh, like this was my ultimate dream. So I was like mourning a dream that I thought I always wanted, you know? And, but now it feels good to say, you will never hear me, well never say never, but like I'll never say like, let's plan for a trip around the world for well, an entire And you never year. know, again, different circumstances, right? Probably not I, for I, a year. Probably not. I, I loved, I love going for like three months of just kicking ass for three months. Like I, that's such a good time. Like that's when we went to Southeast Asia. I wonder where you get that from. I know it's healthcare. Maybe it's the healthcare traveling thing. Cause we're like almost programmed on these three month things where it's like you go hard and then you're like ready to switch it up and then you go hard and you're ready to switch it up. And it's like, I like that even when we've traveled for a couple of months before it's usually that two, three mark that it's like you're just in it and then you get to that point where you're like, okay, I'm ready to come home. And it always seems like that's usually where we're at. Mm-hmm. Well, Anyways. I mean, I just, when you were talking, it made me think of the Anthony Bourdain um, <coughs> documentary. If you haven't Which seen it, really it was really good, but dark. really sad and dark. Yeah. Um, but they that one guy said, and I'm going to blow this out the water. I just totally mess this up. But where he said... Um, when you're traveling all you want to do is you can't stop thinking about coming home but then when you get home all you can think about is when you're leaving again mm-hmm. and like it, it's so true though i mean it's it's, it's literally th- i was like looking at other people who were traveling and even tim and finn who are like we're heading to mexico city to go the day of the dead and i'm like i want to go somewhere even though like all i wanted to do was come home but i'm like I have that itch again of like, ooh, now that I'm home and we've been settled for like a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, of course, we, we're in Atlanta now, which we'll obviously get into, but we're driving down the freeway and a plane flies over and Kim's like, I want to be on that plane. And I'm like, don't, you better not say that for another three months. Like, I better not hear you say it. I know. It's so funny, but it is. It's like once you get settled, you're kind of like, oh, I'm ready to go again. And then you go and then you're like, oh, I'm ready to kind of come home and get into a routine again and like that's just kind of the way that things are i will say that the next thing that we do plan it won't be for a year right no so that's that's what we've been very clear on now yeah i want to get back to number one yes we've had some crazy things go on um this past two weeks it seems like a blur it seems like a month but um i do want to say out of all of this i have if I didn't have enough of appreciation for healthcare traveling, I have even more of one now. Um, I had one in 2017 when we came home and I took a interview in the Philippines airport in Manila and landed a job and then we enjoyed our you know last couple months and then came home and drove across the country. Once again, like you know this time we had told our recruiters that we're leaving for the year. We're gonna travel the world for the year. We're gonna launch our business, blah, blah, blah. <coughs> And so that's pretty much how it was. And then circa two months in, all of a sudden, one day, I reach out via email to see what contracts are out there. And again, you know, I said it last time, but it was really cool because, you know, going on nomadicare.com, we were able to see what rates were out there and what jobs were out there. And it was like, holy crap, these rates are amazing. 
like let's really look at this and, and see what's really out there so that really got the ball rolling and got us excited so we contacted our recruiter that we work with and nomadic hair got the ball rolling saw what was out there and sure enough there was a job in atlanta at emory which was my first contract so i know the area i know the the hospital itself Yes, it's completely changed in nine years that I haven't been there, but it's still relatively the same. So I, I really know the flow, and the rate well, you is haven't started yet. and the rate is three, two, almost three times what I was making nine years ago, doing pretty much the same job. So yeah. that was like really exciting. But I literally took the interview at midnight Portugal time and talked to the lead at Emory. We had a conversation, boom, offer came over the next day. We had it locked in. Um, now granted, there was a little bit of like back and forth going on um, and Kim and I were drinking, um, we had our first ever Pisco Sours, Ooh, those are so which was good. awesome at one of the best restaurants, top 10 restaurants I've ever been to and it was in uh, Lisbon and a it was ceviche. a ceviche. Cevicheria. Cevicheria, which was a chef that traveled around the world and basically came back to Lisbon and created restaurants of the food that he was inspired by the most. And so he created this cevicheria. It was a Peruvian restaurant. They literally made what they say, because I've never had a pisco sour before, but they said that people that are from Peru will come in and say, these are better than what we get back home. Um, and so we had a couple of those and why we were having those and celebrating, the offer came through and everything worked out and we were so excited and I was just like, wow, what an amazing opportunity we have to be able to shift gears completely, to be like, I'm done, I'm out of here. And to feel this feeling of like, I'm done, like this is what I wanna do. And then have a change of heart and then just literally not have to grovel your way back. Like if you were in a full-time job and you quit mm -hmm. for a year, because who has a year of PTO saved? Nobody that I know um, or have ever met. So it's like you'd have to quit or take a leave of absence. Like I literally didn't have to grovel. I sent one email, said, hey, plans have changed. What do you got? Boom, Emory popped up. I submitted myself and I had a job before we even left Portugal. Yeah. Like what other profession no. do you have that freedom and that flexibility to go and explore something that you think you might want to go do and actually never know unless you go. And this job this job that we have as healthcare travelers allows us to explore every you don't know unless you go moment. Yeah, because you always have something to come back to. Correct. And like it is, that's why we've been doing it for nine years. I think that's why, you know, we have Traveler's School, our course for travelers. We do this podcast, like we mentor travelers. We have our Facebook group. Like we talk about traveling all the time and try to, help people who want to travel or inspire people to travel. I don't even know what to think because we know what kind of life that you can create for yourself. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. It really is. Like, it's such a blessing. And we're like, oh, we're out of the hospital. You don't want to break in the hospital anymore. And like, truth like be told, we don't. But we have an opportunity to make a lot of money. And that was the other thing. Like, we wanted to, to stay close to home. So we're, you know, we were in Florida. Atlanta's a five-hour drive, and we're like, you know, the rates right now for travelers is insane. Mm -hmm. It's so high. You know, they the people, there's like a lot of crisis rates because people are, are not staffed. Hospitals are not staffed. People are leaving because they can't, they're not getting vaccinated, whatever it is. And like, so they really need people. And so the rates are high, and it's not going to go on forever. So we're like, we can come home, capitalize on these rates, make a lot of money. So instead of, like we said, you know, before, instead of, you know, continuing to go travel and like go sit in Mexico, because that was our option, really, because Southeast Asia wasn't open and kind of just go through our savings account while we're getting our business off the ground and just drain that. Or we could come home and make a shit ton of money working for three months and use it to go towards a down payment. So we have something that's ours, something that we can you know, move forward with in life. And I can focus on Amazon and all of that. And we're like, that makes so much more sense. Well, and, and we like, don't have to get a business loan. We can right. use that money to help grow the business even further. Well, right. Well, and because we're not taking any money from the business. Correct. Right. So it's like for six months, we're not going to take any money from it. So like all the money we've quote unquote 
profited from our launch, which we'll get into, mm-hmm. um, we're not taking any of that. Like we're going to use that money to reinvest it back into marketing, into a new order that we have to put all of that kind of stuff. So this allowed us to have revenue coming in to support us while we grow our business and to buy a place of our own that we never knew we wanted. Well, you always knew you wanted. Mm-hmm. I never knew I wanted right, right now, right mm-hmm. away. And, and healthcare traveling just gave us that option. It's like such a blessing. And, you know, uh, California, like the West Coast, the rates are a little bit higher. But we were like, to go all the way out to California and like drive all the way out there and this and that, like that seemed insane. But Atlanta was five hours away and we, it's a full circle moment because it's where you first took your contract. Mm-hmm. We loved living here, and now we kind of get to do a redo and mm-hmm. really explore Atlanta in a different way because it was our first contract, and so all we, we did was eat wings and drink beer and watch football. We literally we because we had never had money before, so we were just we loved for whatever reason just like eating wings and watching football and spent all our money at Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah, and like that's like all we did. Pretty much what we do now, but. Minus uh, I haven't the, had wings and beer and watch football in years. Oh, it's coming because of course now we're here and my Atlanta Braves are in the World Series first time since 1999. So what a time to be in Atlanta! So we are planning some sort of celebration, either going to outside the stadium because I can't fathom spending you know thirteen to twenty six hundred dollars for a ticket. Um, but I want to get into the festivities though. So there will be some wings and beer possibly. Yeah, no, a hundred percent, but it won't be like, that's all we do. Every Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we get this whole new like opportunity to explore Atlanta in a different way. It's close to home, all the things. So it just worked out and it feels right. Mm -hmm. It really does. I think we're still kind of processing everything. It's been a whirlwind because we, we didn't even say any of this. Like, I feel like we're all over the place. We're not, oh, my God. Is, is this... Okay, is this the theme? This is all you've been <laughs> saying for five days now. I, have, I just feel like we're all over the place. I, and Kim has been, been an interesting monster. character. I've been a monster. <laughs> Listen, it has been a whirlwind. And I'm somebody who... I need, like, structure, I need a plan, I need time to process and think and reflect and, like, get into my feels of, like, what's going on, like, so much was going on and, like, we just haven't had a moment to kind of take anything in and I was just like, I need a moment to myself, you know, like, I want to be alone, I just, I needed that to kind of process and... This morning, I had my own morning. I had a great workout. And so I'm starting to feel more like me. You are coming back. For the first time in like a couple of weeks. Yeah. I, I mean, I literally had multiple times I said, babe, like, what, like what's going on? Like, I, I mean, I knew what was going on, but I was trying to get to like... <laughs> I can't handle what's what, what's coming well, out right now. Like, you take the brunt because you're always like two steps away from me. I mean, it was was literally like punching pillows, like (laughs) screaming, like just random, random. It would just be 5.03 in the afternoon and all of a sudden because it's 5.04, it's a meltdown. What are we doing? I felt like we were spiraling. Like again, we went from we're traveling the world for a year to coming home. The second we landed in Orlando, we had to help... Aaron's entire family move into a uh, new house. Well, l- let's let's stop right there because that was insane. Which because was not expected. In Portugal, my mom calls me and tells me that my 91-year-old grandparents, who aren't doing very well health-wise, um, and my mom, who is not in the best shape, and she was sick, were getting evicted from the house that my sister went into with her ex-boyfriend come to find out it was just my my sister's ex-boyfriend's house and he turned around all of a sudden and said I'm not renewing the lease I want to sell it because I can get money for it so you guys have to go and you have 30 days to get out and we arrived my mom (laughs) said when we were in Portugal she was like I wish you guys were here so I was like well we're going home so that'll be good we can help out we show up to the house 
my mom and grandparents who have been living in this house for two years and my grandparents are those people that hang on to memories for 91 years hoarders. literally they're not they're, hoarders. they're not hoarders for what a hoarder Love is them. they're hoarders they do have a connection to a lot of things that we do not agree with <laughs> but saying that nicely but they had not packed one thing no we okay let me just set the tone because you know i <laughs> gently i love your family like love them like they're amazing humans but we went to go so they had hired movers and to come and help and so we're like cool like we'll we'll get a truck we'll because there was like loose end stuff that had to be moved as well so like awesome like we'll run a u-haul we'll get all the loose end stuff and we'll take it over to the house and we'll kind of like care you know we'll we'll handle the back end of everything whatever one day we'll be out one day yep so we land from portugal we're like one day there because we were in like a hurry to get to atlanta because this is a whole nother thing but like we were having a lot of issues with our amazon store you had to do all the things for work we wanted to find a place to live so this wasn't like let's hang out with family and like lot of da time it was like let's pick up mimi let's go right? right it was quick in and out and so we get there and literally like not one thing well did you also packed. say so again we had an entire travel day we literally left early in the morning out of portugal we arrived late in in orlando all day we were traveling bouncing from plane to plane just a yeah. travel day in general is taxing literally in got in class. yeah we were in For business us. class so it was that was, was the amazing. nice that was amazing. was amazing yeah it was it was I amazing didn't want to get off the but point. still traveling is yeah. you know it's it's tiring and yeah. plus we're dealing with mentally like we're coming home oh my god we're in orlando now like what are we what doing the hell happened? so we stay in a hotel my mom picks us up from the hotel and drives us to the house and then it all began so, so we didn't have a moment to like right we didn't have like a second to like breathe and yeah nothing was packed so and, and again, like, I understand, you know, they're, they were all sick and they, this, this kind of was sprung on them, you know, like they didn't have a whole lot of time. His 91 year old grandparents, like they, they don't move around very well. Like your mom wasn't doing well. So I, like they needed help, you know, and then God that we were there to help them because not one thing was put in a box, like not I'm like, you guys are moving tomorrow. Movers are coming, but there's not, not only, one back. Not only were they not only were they having to move tomorrow, they were changing the locks on the house the next day. Yeah. Right. So we had to buy boxes. They didn't even have a box to put their stuff in. It was <laughs> insane. Insane. And like I'm somebody, you know, like I get rid of everything. I hate clutter. I hate knickknacks and junk. And I'm just like, get rid of it. And they're the complete opposite. We're just different. They like to hold on to things, things that I'm like, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Things it's like they haven't seen in possession. years. Yeah, I'm like, when's the last time you used this like gnarly like table runner tablecloth with like cockroach poop on it? Like <laughs> I don't, but like it's they're like family heirloom. So you know, like we had to go through every single thing. And anyways, we were there for three days. Mm -hmm. It was incredibly I worked till one in the morning every morning. Yeah. And then we stayed in a hotel and I would come crawling back to the hotel at one in the morning, back up at like seven or eight to get started again. You're you're amazing though. Like I just you know, you really showed up and and you were there. Like you helped your mom, you helped the family when they really needed you. Mm -hmm. We both did and it was like even though we were super stressed out about it, because again, our own life was a, was a mess. Our own life was in shambles and we were trying to kind of figure everything out. And so it was like, we had to put our own stuff aside to really just show up and be there for them. And it wasn't easy to do because we were both stressed out. And that was an incredibly stressful, not only physically, but emotionally and everything like that was going on with the family. The family dynamic. It was just a lot, it was yeah. a lot, it was heavy. So anyways, we were there for three days, kicked our asses, mm -hmm. and then um, we got them settled in, and then we drove up to Jacksonville, stayed with my sister for one night, picked up Mimi LaRue. Repacked the Jeep. Oh, and then while we're trying to move, I ended up on, our, on the very, or move Aaron's family on the very last day, like, as Aaron's sweeping out the rest of the stuff of, like, the final 20 minutes that we could be in the house. <laughs> 
I'm on the internet, like trying to like use the Wi-Fi, and I ended up doing an application and found our apartment in Atlanta, well, like thank, at the last second. Well, thank God you did that because uh, funny story moment. Um, so we're leaving. We finally packed up all we could pack up in the house. The owners of the house come, and they're literally like, "We're changing the locks. So whatever's inside is staying inside." So my mom freaks out because her cats are still inside. So we realized that we had to go get them. Well, they are cats that don't like anybody else but my mom. And they are massive. Like No, they're like 100 pounds. They're like 40, 45 pound cats, like fully clawed, everything. <laughs> so the owners open the door to my mom's house and let the cats out because they're scared. So one of them is like running. My mom's crying yelling at the lady who opened the door she's screaming for me i come running up literally have to like go behind this like jagged fence and pick this 40 pound cat up he starts clawing me rips my shirt to smithereens i'm bleeding out of my arms my mom's crying because she can't keep the cats in the car because they keep escaping and they're, peeing everywhere. and they're peeing everywhere because they're scared that's how we ended and and the cat literally ripped your face off <laughs> Like, I'm screaming and crying because there's this, like, like you're being thrashed or <laughs> slashed to death. And I was, like, screaming. It, it was a nightmare. And that's and how like, we ended. I was like, this is like a Halloween movie. Like, yeah. this is what nightmares are made of. Like, yeah. it was, it was like something you could never even picture unless you've been no. there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So then his mom pulls out five cats. Literally, like, one's on her head, and, like, one's, like... Rowan's hiding underneath the seat, and, like... And four yeah. chihuahuas. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, my God. Crazy. Okay. So, then we went and got Mimi LaRue. Abby got the place, came to Atlanta, stayed in a hotel for a night. We could move into our new place the next day, and so we did. And, and then we decided... So, we usually, a lot of times will rent an empty apartment and then um rent furniture it's usually cheaper than airbnb especially now because like the fees are like through the roof so crazy they yeah. just add so much on that it's like whatever so i found a bunch of stuff on furnish finder but of course nothing was available whatever so we got this place i was gonna rent some furniture and then realized that it was going to be like four thousand dollars for the time we're here I'm like, that's ridiculous. You know, like, that's just money going out the window, whatever. Um, and it was just a lot more expensive than it usually is. It was, like, over $500 a month for basic mm -hmm. stuff. So, anyways, we were like, listen, why don't we just buy a couch? And, and a bed. And a bed. Because we know one of our goals, again, that we got super clear on is that we know that we will buy an investment condo or whatever of our own. That is a goal. So that's coming down the pipe. So instead of just throwing this money out the window, why don't we use it, purchase our own stuff, and then we know that we can put it in the place to get us started once we get the place. Well, and the only problem with that is, is once you're going to buy your own stuff, I'm like, I'm not buying something super cheap just to get us through. Like if this is going to be something that we take into our investment property, then I want something nice. Well... That came with a pretty hefty price tag. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, like, the amount of money we spent is like ridiculous. Right, but now we have oh, our stuff. So I was doing the math last night when I was laying in bed, and I realized that mattresses usually last 10 years, right? So if you do the math of the mattress that we bought, it comes down to $160 a year, right? Around Whatever. that. Whatever. Which then is basically like $18 a month. So if you're looking at it in that spectrum listen we because the other thing was it wasn't just the mattress and the couch like again i think it's a great investment because if we when we do get our own condo we're gonna have to get furniture for it so mine as well why are we renting stuff because we're gonna get a place probably in jacksonville because that's what we're leaning into so we'll get a u-haul we'll bring the stuff there right mm -hmm. we can go from there but like that makes the most sense but when we left palm springs before we left for our year of travel, 
we got rid of everything because we're like once again because like we don't need this like by the time we get back we'll be gone for like at we'll least, buy new stuff yeah we'll, we'll be gone for like at least a year so like why are we holding on to this tupperware these pans or any of like this cookie sheet like it's all garbage like get rid of it we'll buy new stuff when we coffee cups everything yeah so we got rid of everything so we had to buy new pots and pans and Cups and cups. bowls and salad bowls and... I mean, it's insane. And, everything, yeah. And like you said, like, usually we just buy super cheap stuff. Like, we don't really care. And that's why we do get... We'll get rid of stuff because like, ah, whatever. It was super cheap. We don't really, you know, whatever. But because we know we're going to get a place of our own, it does switch it up of like, okay, you know, like, let's get some stuff that we can put into the apartment that, or the condo that we like. And that we, when we do rent it out on Airbnb, like we have to have stuff for that. So, so we're thinking in a, in a very different way than we ever have when it comes to like getting stuff. Yeah. Oh, and then Aaron went out and bought like a massive like projector, like movie screen TV. I bought a 50 inch TV that. from Target that was under $300 or right at $300. Really? It was, I didn't know it was that much. I thought it was like a hundred. <laughs> Buddy, you can't get a box TV for a hundred. Well, yeah, that was the other thing. The big TV, which is funny because it was really sad because we had this TV stand and we had this tiny little TV that we had to go up to storage to get because like, I don't really care. I'll lay in bed and watch a movie on my computer. Like it doesn't, we, you know, I don't really care that much about TV and but Aaron wanted the little TV for the games and football and stuff, which I get. So we went to the storage to get the TV, and then it was, like, broken. The stands were broken, so there was no stand. And then, so it was just leaning on top of the TV stand, and the couch is so massive that if you're not in one place, you can't even see the TV. Well, and then, of course, she's making fun of me as they're delivering the couch, saying, like, they're delivering this massively nice couch, and, like, what a cool TV you have. So then that just pushed me even was, more. Yeah. No, I know. It was really sad. All right. Can we get into like the whole big thing? Okay, so let's just wrap this up. Done. So we're in Atlanta. Aaron has a massive TV. Are you not talking about Amazon at all? That's what I'm saying. Wrap up what we were just talking yeah, about. Yeah. So like right? the whole time that we're flying back, like <laughs> we launched our business in Portugal. Like there was a whole bunch of things going on to where like. They weren't completely scanned in. We went out of stock. Then we don't need to, I'm just I'm wrapping this short, up as yeah. fast as possible. So then we realized, oh well, once we get through that, we'll be fine. Well, we realized that like our listing is not able to be found on Amazon. People are writing in saying like I can't find you. I can't find you. And we're like, oh, maybe it's because we're new. Maybe it's because you know this. Maybe it's because that. Then we realized our listing is completely messed up on the back end of Amazon. Something is not connecting. And to this day. Two and a half weeks in, people still cannot find us on Amazon. We don't have like any ratings. Every sale that we have made Can is I, literally null like, and void. Okay, you always jump. You said wrap it up. You wrap it up. Jump the gun. So. Okay, I guess I don't understand what like, wrap it up means other than just like tell the well, the, the you, synopsis you're of just it. Like, uh, like people don't need to know about the storage, blah blah. That's not important to this story. What's important to the story? Are you story kidding me? That's everything. Is that the number one thing when launching? We have a crazy. Oh my god, she's ripping my mic okay. out. Okay. The pug is going absolutely crazy. We Guess what? Go to your like lounger. Children. Um, she's a needy bitch. Okay. <laughs> so no, she's just been like really clingy and wanting to cuddle and. Just wants to be close because she's scared we're gonna leave her again. <laughs> we're not gonna get Parents of the Year awards. No. This year. Okay. So the most important part is you when you're launching a new product on Amazon, your sales and your reviews are the most important thing because the whole goal of a launch is you want to rank for certain keywords to get on the first page, okay? Because when per when you get on the first page, then people can find you. Well, how many of you out there listening have ever searched page seven for a product? Exactly. Never. You don't. So you want to get on the first page. So that was our whole plan. That was like we were projected to do that. And that's, again, the most important thing when it comes to algorithms for Amazon. So again, it's not like a human at Amazon. It's an algorithm. It's a computer that's running the show, and it goes off of these specific things. So with 
we had to have 26 sales in a matter of eight days in order to rank number one on for our keyword. And, and we would have been golden and then we would have went to the next keyword and the next and like our listing like would have been like off the chain. So we needed 26. We had like 108 days we had like o over 100. In eight days we had 111 sales. Okay. So in eight days we had 111 sales. So we would have been like a bestseller on for our keyword, right? Like it was, it, we were on track. So we didn't have any ranking, people couldn't find us. And so we're back and forth trying to figure out what's going on and like talking to Amazon seller support, which isn't very helpful. Oh God, no. They're like the worst, honestly, which is crazy because it's like this billion dollar company with all these sellers and they make Amazon so much money, but like they do not have a good support system to help walk you through like what's going on. Well, number one, because it's all run by computers. Yeah, exactly. So like if the computer is glitchy, they, they don't understand. Yeah. Like you have to like talk to the programmers, which they're never going to get on the phone. Right. So we're trying to figure this all out. So this is one reason why we are like wanting to come home too, because we're like, we're so stressed out. Like we, we, we know something's wrong. But we don't know enough to like figure this out, right? We're brand new to Amazon. We didn't, like people weren't really able to give us any answers. And so we're just like, something is wrong. Something's wrong with our listing. Like if this isn't what it's supposed to be. And so anyways, long story short, we were now two weeks in. Yesterday we got on a call with Sumner Hobart and his wife who are basically Amazon experts and incredible. They have an amazing course. Like, They've been big mentors to us and Tim and Finn, like the four of them have kind of been like our Our go-tos, yeah. We got on a call with them, a Zoom call, and they were able to look at the back end of our listing and see that there was a, a miscommunication and a glitch with with our category and what, and like, so basically we weren't able to be searched, which then, and we didn't have a category attached to our listing, which meant that we couldn't be ranked. So all of the sales that we've had up until this point everything no longer counts <laughs> and we basically have to start over from scratch the store is like essentially closed right now we can't make any sales until this is fixed and we don't even know they say within 48 hours but they've literally been saying that for that's another time. thing they say that oh yeah let's do this we do it we have to wait 48 hours and then nothing happens and it's the same thing so then i reapply to the same ticket we call again and i talk to a different person and the oh yeah no well the 48 hours perfect <laughs> 48 hours goes by which is the most painful waiting process ever and then nothing happens. So we've basically lost faith that in 48 hours it's going to be fixed. But we did make some progress today before we got on this podcast, which I'm hoping when I get off this podcast and I look at our listing, some things have changed. I really hope so. Like this is, you know, it's just, it's, it's super, it's devastating to us. It's, we're disappointed. We're sad. We're frustrated. We're stressed out because we don't know what happened like the, and even Sumner he's like this is such a crazy like random glitch thing that happened like you know and it's not nothing we did it's on the algorithm it's on the like the uh, back end the of Amazon, Amazon side yeah and so for us it's just you know we would have had such success with this listing and I know that we still will right we, we're gonna do a relaunch and we can start over and we can start from scratch and we can do all of that of course we can and we're going to but it's just sad, like looking at all the possibility of, of, of everything and knowing. And of course, those sales counted. Of course, like people have gotten their bags and they love them and they're obsessed with them and they're happy. And, you know, we've been able to get those sales to come in so we can have that that money to go towards the next round and all of that. Like those sales count in that way, but they don't count for our ranking. And that was what we were going for. And so, yeah, we're just like, why that? Why did this happen? Like. It's just so fucking frustrating, but which well, is why there's been a lot of punching of the pillows and crying and screaming at the top of my lungs because I'm just trying to like let out this rage of like, what the heck? And not being able to just to fix it and have somebody walk us through the process and be like, okay, this is what we need to do. Good. You guys are good to go. 
it's been such a frustration. Well, I also relate to it as the only the only real way I can relate to it is like if you were dreaming to be a race car driver and you finally got your car and you're about to start the Daytona 500, you're so excited, you literally are like, gentlemen, start your engines and you go to start it and it just doesn't work. And you're just like, what's going on? And it was nobody in your crew that did anything wrong. And you as the driver didn't do anything wrong. And you've practiced and you've perfected it. And you've gotten everything you want to do to win that race. And something outside of you goes wrong and kaput. It's all over, right? right? Like, that's basically how we feel. Understanding that if you listen to how I built this podcast or you listen to any founders of any business, it is a rocky road. The people that we met in Greece, uh, Derek and Jessica, they they, they literally bought us that hotel room and said, we want you guys to get a good rest because the next two years are going to be crazy. Mm -hmm. And we didn't realize that we'd be starting out the gate like this because it is frustrating that like we had done such good work. I guess Kim had done really good work in plotting out this launch and what was gonna get us ranked and what was gonna get us all the research that went into that. And then something outside of our control took us down. But I will say, and I hope that you give me credit for this, I told Kim, and I've always said this, you cannot have pick and choose faith. Your faith cannot come and go as you wish it to. If you have full faith in everything that you do and understanding that it's this or something better and what am I missing here and I'm going to learn from this and grow and it's going to be better than we expected, you have to hold that faith through the bad times and the good times because it's easy during the good times. It's when the practice comes in is when you have that faith that everything is going to be okay. We're going to work this out. This happened for a reason. We're going to come back stronger. We needed this for some reason. Maybe we can't see it now or five years down the road, but at some point we're going to realize like, wow, like we learned so much from that and it made us that much stronger and we're going to come back better in our next launch than we are now because we're that much more prepared and we're more hungry and more like ready. Then like you have to hold that faith through these hard times. Yeah, no, I 100%, 100% agree. And like, we've always agreed on that. Like, you know, our faith is everything. And so I know that the universe is always working on our behalf, right? Love is always working on our behalf. There's always a reason for things. I don't know what that reason is now, but I think that's that's the one thing that I can come back to that keeps me level even though it, it's not easy. <laughs> if that was level, moments, babe, if that was level. <laughs> I had moments of peace, okay? When? It's only been a couple. When you were sleeping? Yeah, basically. <laughs> God, and even that was crazy. Well, really, I think it was just the last couple of days were the worst because it was just like we were moving in. I just felt like a whirlwind, and I told it, told you last night, like, listen, I need some time alone. Like, I need, for me... It's like I have to honor that with myself. It's like I need time alone. I need it this morning to just connect and to pray and to be quiet and to process and just to like be still. Like that is so important for me. And I did that and I honored that this morning. And then I had a great workout. And I just felt so much better. Let me interrupt you with a... I didn't get to even finish what I was saying. Go ahead. Sorry. Just about like piggybacking off what you were saying about the faith thing is like... That is the thing that, yes, it's been crazy. Yes, I've been super stressed out. I've been a monster. I've been an asshole to you or taking my annoyance out on you for sure. But knowing that I know we're going to get through this, it's just still feeling like, come on, man. You know, like... Yeah. Everything was... And when people are like messaging you like, hey, like I love my backpack... You know, I wanted to order a couple for my my husband and kids for Christmas or, you know, I can't find you guys. Where is it? I wanted to. And I'm just like, sorry, you can't. No, like you can't get any more. And it's just like it's heartbreaking. Like we're so excited about this and so like ready and like could feel it. And people and that's the coolest thing. People are obsessed with it. People love it. It's such a cool bag. Like I cannot wait to get into the world. And so just to have something like this happen where we felt like we're off to the races and then this happened, it was like. 
it just took the wind out of my sails and yes i know it's all happening for a greater good and i trust in that because i trust in love working for us but doesn't mean i haven't i've gone through a hard couple of days 100 percent. i felt like i was spinning 100 percent. and i think the hardest part is knowing what we've been through to even get this bag launched from the trademark issues to having to strip the bags as they were made and almost being like shipped to redo them completely and the money that that cost and then the the lawyer fees to get the you know trademarks done and like all of that craziness changing the name of our business like all that it took the patent the i mean just countless thing after thing after thing after thing to then finally have them get on the boat and then they say they arrive and then they don't scan in our backpacks and then it's just a nightmare with the you know the glitch in the system and i mean it's just been one thing after another that it's hard not to build up a thick skin to say what's next like oh this is fixed but what's next i don't think like that that's what i'm saying it's very difficult not to think that way and so i agree with you this this is still raw this there's no scab yet it's still a raw sore and we're talking about it and i think we're doing really well i did want to mention that a i'll give you guys a 13 um or a 10 year almost 11 year marital tip Oh God. Um, when you live as closely as you do to as Kim and I do to where we live in the same apartment that is a small apartment. Babe, we're um, like Siamese twins. We're Siamese twins. Like I literally raise my left hand and she screams. Like it, it's just like it, well, literally we're connected. I was just trying to think of something. But basically I was going to try to say like I fart and you smell it or something. something I couldn't, well, that's the truth. Uh, right. But like there's no separation basically okay plus we just traveled around the world for a year together (laughs) not uh, we're going to for two months where we were like constantly around each other like there was no separation there so kim comes out yesterday and she's just i just need to be alone i just need my space and i graciously said what does that mean because do you want me to take mimi and go in a hotel for a night like what does it mean? Because I could go to the store for an hour, but is that going to be enough time for you? I could leave in the morning and go to the gym, but that's only going to be about an hour. So is that time frame good enough for you? Because the way you're coming across right now, it seems like you want a whole week to yourself. So I just asked you to be a little bit more clear and you explain that. And this morning we worked out that like, we didn't say anything. I gave you a hug and a kiss. I did my thing. I went to the gym. You had all morning. Then when I came home, you went to the gym. So we didn't go together. Yeah. And then we we started talking at around 10, 30, 11 o'clock today. Yeah. No, I think like you handled that so well. Like you're just such a great partner. <laughs> no, you really are because it's like you allow me to kind of be and again, when I'm like, hey, I just need some alone time. You're like, okay, what do you need? Like, you know, and and I appreciate that so much. It's not like, oh, nah, nah, nah. Like, it's just like, yeah, I totally hear you. Like, what do you need? And it's like, it's okay to want to be alone. It's okay to not want to always be with another human. Like, it's nice to have alone time to think, to feel, to Agreed. process, to listen to music, to listen to pot, whatever it is. Like, it's nice. And so I just wanted, honestly, I want like a whole day by myself. But, like, it was nice just to have, like, this morning. And that's exactly what I needed. And you gave it to me. And it was like, this is great. And, like, tomorrow, we're going to do it again. Yep. Anyway, all right. Well, I think that kind of wraps up this one. Wait. I, I wanted to say, <laughs> gosh. I mean, okay. You've turned into the rapper-upper. Rapper-upper? It used upper? to always be me. I would always be in the back, like, wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. Yeah, I know. And now it's you. Okay. Swinging your hair. No, I was going to say, so that's kind of what's happening behind the scenes of the Amazon store. Hopefully, by the next time, well, if you follow us on Instagram story at Kim and Aaron G, you'll find out there first because that's where we're sharing. We basically share everything in like real time um, what's happening. But um, hopefully, we'll get the that Amazon has approved everything and like our listings back up and we can be searched and all the things and we can do our relaunch, which we're going to do. And then we'll be, you know, then we're we're just praying for smooth sailing moving forward. And 
honestly, I, I'm not somebody who thinks like, oh, something bad's going to happen or like, what's next? Like, I really do try not, I don't, I think I naturally don't think like that. I'm like, I'm really upset about what's happened, but I'm always looking for like, how can I learn from this? How can we take what we're learning and apply it to the next thing and to grow and to be better? We know there's bumps. We know things are going to happen. We're going to figure them out as we go. This was probably the biggest bump because this affects our entire store. Like this is like, this is everything, right? This is our, our business, you know? So it's a big bump, but we'll get through it. And moving forward, I, I pray for smooth sailings. I agree. I so agree. I agree. Let's just put that out into the uni. <sighs> yeah. And, and with that, we can go. And also, I, I just wanted to end it by saying, you know, thank you for all of you that have gone out there and supported the Travseth brand um, thank you for sending us all the messages. You really have kept us going and, and kept us motivated beyond our already high motivation. Um, I will say that since we are having to relaunch, if you do want to really support us and help us out, if you haven't had a chance to leave a review and you have purchased a Travis's backpack, please go on to Amazon and leave us that review because that is something that no matter if we have a listing or not, they are calculating our reviews. And when it does come back on, those reviews will be tallied and it will help us rank with whatever category we end up in that they decide to put us in. Hopefully it's the one we picked, um, but that will help us. So those reviews do help us in our relaunch. So if, if you purchased the bag and you haven't had a chance to get on Amazon, I would say that that is the biggest way to help us during this relaunch. Um, so head over there and, and, and leave us and an honest, honest review. Good. And if you're listening to this, it's Tuesday, right? It will go out Tuesday. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tuesday. Um, so if you are listening to this, it's Tuesday. So hopefully it's back up. If you would like to uh, go to Amazon and type in a foldable backpack for travel and see if we pop up, that would be awesome. If you want to check it out, if you want to purchase the bag, do it that way. Um, and if you don't find us, you can just know that I'm back home punching pillows. Punching pillows. And feel free to DM us uh, and ask us if you don't find it. Just see if maybe, you know, it might be on page seven, eight, whatever it is. But we can definitely help you out because um, I'm, I'm guaranteeing that it'll be up by, by Tuesday. Tuesday. All right. All right, guys. With that, this, you know, I'm sorry. I feel like this episode went all over the place. But we were just kind of That's trying. the story of our lives currently. So we're, we're just the telling place. the story of where we're at. And hopefully, hopefully you learned something. Hopefully we brought maybe a laugh or something. But, um, you know, it, our life is all over the place or, right now. So I think that really depicts where this podcast went. And I hope it makes you feel better about yourself. <laughs> Because we have problems on Amazon, I think there's bigger problems in the world. You know, like other people, like, like when you watch reality TV and you're like, okay, I don't have it that bad. Because our Amazon (laughs) store didn't, like, I mean, we got it pretty damn good, bud. I mean, I I know, I know we do. We have each other, we have our health. Very, very small problems in the grand scheme of things. I know, right now it just feels big. It's big for us. It is big. But not to where people are sitting in their car going, wow, I've got it way better than them. Their Amazon business isn't up and running. Like, Well, and we came home from travel and all these Oh, things. man. We came home from traveling the world for a year? That was my dream. Uh, okay. Again, <laughs> it's elevated in your eyes. You never know unless you go. Never know unless you go. We'll leave you with that, and we, will, we promise we will see you next week. Yeah, we're not skipping anymore. We no just... more skippies. No more skippies. Go Braves. Yeah. They're on in an hour and a half. I got, I'm so nervous. Gotta go. Bye.